Welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast with your host, Mystic Women founder, Marlon. From topics like spirituality, connecting to spirit and psychic abilities to spiritual awakening, Marlon helps you navigate the world of spirit in a down-to-earth way. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mystic Women Co. Podcast. I am Marlon. I am so happy you're here as always. And today's topic is definitely something I struggle with. I know that many of my listeners are also struggling with this as well. I can feel it. I know it. For this very reason, today I just really wanted to get on the mic and talk about this particular topic, which is negative self-talk. Now, I don't know about you, but in the past, I would really, really speak horribly about myself. And nowadays, I still catch myself saying some pretty mean things to myself. Now, as always, before we get started, I want to pull a card from my Oracle deck this time. I'm going to use the Whispers of Healing Oracle deck, which is one of the most beautiful Oracle decks I have. It is by Angela Hartfield. And as per typical, I drew out a card that has a lot to do with what we're talking about right now and what we'll be talking about in this episode, which is negativity. Now, this card is called Releasing. It's card number five. And it really speaks about releasing the negative energy that sometimes we carry with ourselves. Maybe energy that we carry from past arguments or lack of self-care, added stress from the days, whatever negative energy it is that you're carrying for whatever reason it might be, this card reminds us to use different techniques in order to let them these negative energies go. One beautiful way to imagine yourself getting rid of negative energy is to imagine it being washed away like water from yourself. So just imagine like the water is running through you and it's washing away the negative energy. This running water will clear and transform your energy. Just imagine it doing that. Another amazing way is taking a sea salt bath or burning sage for a couple of minutes and just letting it lift away the low energy. So definitely do something today that will rid you of this negative energy. It will definitely help you feel lighter and you'll feel an energetic shift. You'll feel like your thoughts are flowing better, like your entire essence is flowing better which is exactly what we want. We don't want to be stomping through life. We want to flow through life as the beautiful beings of light that we are. Now, moving into the monster in the closet, which is negative self-talk. We have all been there, right? I can guarantee that each and every one of you have said something negative about yourselves today. Sometimes we're so used to talking negatively about ourselves that we don't even notice that we're doing it. When I gained weight throughout my pregnancy, I started talking very negatively about myself and my physique. My pregnancy was very, very difficult. Let me start by there. I had no business talking terribly about myself throughout my pregnancy. I truly pushed through. I suffer from bipolar, so I couldn't take all my medication during my pregnancy. This is, isn't always the case for everyone, but in my particular case, 
it was like that. I was only able to take one medication and it was very difficult. My mental health was all over the place. And I gained a substantial amount of weight because I couldn't really work out. Uh, I wasn't in the mental state to work out. I, I tried, but I couldn't do it. I just didn't have any energy. Most of my pregnancy, I stayed in bed. My belly was just really big for my body. I'm only five foot two, so my belly was enormous. Um, if you follow me on social media, you could you could see you could see a picture of how big my belly was. My Instagram is marlen.m underscore. I have a picture there where I am laying in bed and my belly is just beautifully enormous. But needless to say, it came to a point where I could barely walk anymore. Now, throughout my pregnancy, like I said, I would speak very negatively about myself and the way that I looked and how much weight I was gaining. Sometimes I would do it joking around, but I mean, it's not a joke. However, when I gave birth, it's like I had an epiphany moment. My birth, my labor was also extremely difficult. To make a very long story short, my epidural failed, <laughs> so I felt everything. <laughs> I laugh, but it wasn't funny. But back to that epiphany moment that I had when I saw my baby girl, I realized a couple of things. One was that it finally hit me that I had created life together with my husband that was striking to me, that my body created life. I couldn't even believe it. And I realized how amazing I was. And this might sound crazy, but for my entire life, my entire 32 years, I have never felt as empowered as I did the day I saw my baby girl's face. And I told myself that I was going to learn to stop speaking negatively about myself because I wanted her to have that example. We live in a world where everyone is expected to look a certain way and be a certain way. And we unconsciously start to basically belittle ourselves, right? By all these things that we see online and all these guidelines that we see online of how we're supposed to look. And I thought, if her mama has a strong mindset, then she's going to have a strong mindset too. It starts at home and it starts with you. We always want better for our children, but it needs to start with us. We have to do better for ourselves first so that we can set this example for them. Now, I won't lie, it has been a ride <laughs> to stop talking negatively about myself. I have... I, I couldn't believe that I was just so used to picking on myself. And I used to call it tough love. I used to say, well, I have to be tough on myself. Otherwise, I won't listen. The irony is, is that I would never speak to other people in the way that I speak to myself or in the way I used to speak to myself. I would never treat someone like that. I would never belittle someone in that way. But for some reason, it became a habit to speak like that to myself, and it was okay. It, it seemed to be okay. It, there was nothing wrong with calling myself fat or ugly or stupid or you're not good enough, you're not fast enough, why can't you do more work, why can't you produce more? It was sad, really, all the things that I would say to myself. 
So I started analyzing why on earth was I being this way? Who taught me this? You know, where did I get this from? And I started doing some inner child work. I came to the conclusion that neither of my parents have ever, they've never spoken to me in a belittling way. On the contrary, they were always very encouraging, which isn't the case for everyone. So I I actually had that that part in my life that was good. My parents never really spoke to me in a negative way. However, I still would speak to myself in a negative way. So of course, I dug deeper. And as I dug deeper, I did find out a couple of things that would trigger, um, definitely would trigger someone to speak negatively about themselves and essentially to feel like they're not good enough. So through inner child work, which inner child work is an amazing way to heal inner child wounds. So inner child healing is about healing those attachment wounds that we developed growing up. And we all have a younger part of ourselves that was never quite loved the right way or the way that we needed to be loved as a child. So inner child work allows you to go within and it allows your subconscious to take the lead and you start seeing the parts of yourself that may have been rejected or labeled as inappropriate or too much by others growing up. And then what happens is, is that you realize your coping mechanisms, your everyday coping mechanisms like being avoidant or numbing your feelings, or negative self-talk for many of us. Negative self-talk is a big one when it comes to coping mechanisms. In fact, negative self-talk is one of the 10 most common unhealthy coping mechanisms there are. And it basically roots from feeling like you're not good enough. In my particular case, when I was very young, something happened in my life that basically encouraged me to think that I was not good enough, that I needed approval and that I needed to be a certain way in order to be approved of. So that led to people pleasing and negative self-talk amongst many other habits and very unhealthy coping mechanisms. And negative self-talk is very tricky. It's actually considered a protective strategy. So in other words, it's a way for our brains to care for us or to prevent us from getting into trouble. It's actually, it actually starts as a way to save us from danger. And put it this way, if you speak negatively about yourself, if you consistently put yourself down, you're bound to not take risks and you're bound to stay in your comfort zone, and that is what your brain wants. So this negative self-talk really holds us back in a million different ways and areas in our life. So yes, our negative self-talk is basically keeping us in our comfort zone. It's a very sneaky way to keep us in our comfort zone because sometimes we do it like we're joking, right? Sometimes we'll say things to ourselves like, oh, haha, you're so dumb, but no, Our brain is listening and you're listening and you are encouraging yourself to think of yourself as someone who is not intelligent. Or if you're anything like me, I would use negative self-talk as like a motivational tool 
to challenge myself to be better. But okay, now that we know that negative self-talk is definitely not good for our mental health, it's not good for our performance, what do we do to reverse it? Let's talk about a couple ways that we can do this. Absolutely the number one way or the the first step toward reversing negative self-talk is to become aware of it and recognize it. It is actually very useful to think about when you're having this negative self-talk, what is happening at the moment. So we have to make the negative self-talk conscious and we have to understand and we have to analyze when and why they are occurring. Try to perhaps keep a little journal where you write the thought down and you try to write down what you were doing at the time that the thought happened. This can reveal a lot of patterns. It can actually let you know even how many times you're engaging in negative self-talk. For me, if I would have kept a journal, my journal would have been filled in a day because my negative self-talk was very severe. Now, I want to point out that Trying to completely never ever have negative self-talk again is impossible. Don't feel added pressure or anxiety around trying to avoid them. If you continue having negative self-talk, remind yourself that they're simply thoughts and they're not factual. So acknowledging the negative self-talk is very, very powerful. Acknowledging the fact that it's just a thought and it's not reality. And now I'll be totally honest with you. Some of these negative things that we tell ourselves are very much engraved in our brain. They're engraved within us and we believe that they are part of us because we've been repeating them for such a large part of our lives that we end up believing them. So they no longer become a thought. They're now kind of part of our identity. If this is your case, I highly recommend that you spend a lot of time challenging these negative thoughts because by challenging them and actually take the time to do this, take a, get a journal and actually write out what your negative thought is, a repetitive negative thought that you might have, write it down. Let's say that I'll give my example for me, my negative self-talk was that I wasn't able to complete the various projects that I had set out for myself because of my bipolar disorder. I assumed that because in the past, I, because of my illness, I had the tendency of leaving things incomplete because I would get depressed or I would become manic. I assumed that this would happen for every project that I would do. And I got to a point where I wasn't, I was so unmotivated to start anything because I really believe that what was the point of starting, I was not going to finish it. So what was the point? So it took me a long time to work on this. It took me a long time. I would get my journal. I would take the time to write down the negative self-talk, which would be usually something along the lines of, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not capable enough to complete this project. And then I would contradict that thought with facts. And I would essentially talk back to that negative talk. I would say things like, I am smart, I am capable. I would back it up with things I had done in the past that proved that I was capable of completing the project. 
And I would have some compassion for myself. Something that I learned a long time ago was to have a little bit of compassion for myself. And what do we do when we're compassionate towards someone? We're literally more motivated to relieve the suffering from the person. So if you're compassionate with yourself, essentially you are being motivated by this compassion to help relieve the suffering that you yourself are feeling. Another very important thing that I did when it came to trying to get rid of my negative self-talk, which again, I'll note that I have not gotten rid of it completely. That's impossible, but I've gotten a lot better at it. And what I would do is speak back to my negative self-talk with kindness because I realized that this version of me that was speaking negatively of me was actually very scared. And if I would be aggressive against this person who was already scared to death, I would just perhaps freak it out more and it would get worse. So I thought, okay, let me be kind to it and let me show you what that sort of looked like. For example, if my negative self-talk was reminding me of a mistake I did in the past, trying to shame me for it, I would just say, hey, I know you're here to help. I understand that you're trying to help me not perhaps make the same mistake again, but I just want to let you know that I am working on it. Thank you for your input. I would say thank you for trying to protect me. However, this way of acting is no longer serving me. This way of talking to myself is no longer serving me. I can take it from here. I'm going to do things differently this time around. And there was this huge sense of calm that would run through me when I would do it in this way, when I would speak kindly to my inner critic. Because I felt like speaking negatively to the negative self-talk was counterproductive. So in a big way, what I learned to do was have compassion for this person, for this version of myself. It was sort of like petting the monster a little bit. Just telling the monster, it's going to be okay, you don't have to get so angry all the time. And I'm a work in progress, little by little I'm getting the hang of it. Something else that... I realized with trying to quiet my inner critic was that this doesn't mean that you cannot call yourself out when you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing. If you are using facts, for example, let's say that you promised yourself that you were going to work out today and you promised yourself that you were going to wake up early to work out today and you didn't do it. You press the snooze button a million times and you stayed in bed because it was cozier and you just stayed there. It is definitely okay to call yourself out on it. It's okay to say, hey, you said you were going to work out and you didn't do it. I really hope that we get to do it tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's see where we can improve. Negative self-talk would be something like, you suck. You never wake up early. You've never you're never going to get in shape. That's negative self-talk. Calling yourself out is more constructive and it's factual. Negative self-talk is like all or nothing talk. So do be aware of this. And lastly, I want to just point out that if you're ever feeling like you're having one of those days and nothing's going your way and your negative self-talk is just really loud that day and you feel like just nothing is going right, 
first of all, give yourself a break. Have compassion with yourself. Remember this. Know that not every day is going to be perfect. We all have our mental health days, as I tend to call them. My mental health days are my, I'm in my cave days and I'm just under the covers. But if you are having one of these mental health days, then try your best to get out of your head if this makes any sense. And I know it's very hard to just get out of your head. So one little trick that I have to get out of my own head is to do something with my hands or do something with my body like yoga or to go for a walk. This tends to get me out of my head and into what I am doing with my hands or my body. Something else I love to do is just to take my shoes off and go outside into the ground, into the grass, and feel myself grounded on the earth. I feel that really connecting to something that is bigger than myself makes me feel like my problems are not that big. Sometimes when we're going through it, we really fixate on ourselves And we miss out on the bigger picture. So trying to disconnect from yourself by doing some of these things that I mentioned really do help. Have a little plan for yourself for whenever you have one of these days. Some people have like those coloring books. They're like called anti-stress coloring books. They'll have like a basket with their coloring books and everything ready to go for when they're having one of these days. Everything's set out for them. Some people like to sew or they do some type of creative hobby Whatever works for you, everyone is different. And what I love about spirituality and the route to caring and healing for yourself is that the road that everyone takes is different. Whatever works for someone may not work for you and vice versa. So we get to try all these different things and see what works for us. So we have options, you know, we have options. We have a lot of options to choose from. Before I leave, I want to mention a little something that definitely is something that I have been doing lately, and that is to not be so much on social media, to not spend my day scrolling through social media. It is a little difficult for me, or so I used to think, because my job requires me to be on social media often. But what I'm talking about is it's that endless scrolling and There's a lot of useful information online. I think that the internet is a beautiful way to connect with one another. If we want to view it in a negative way, then we can, but there are many positives to it. But what I'm referring to is that there are many people on social media, many amazing therapists, many amazing life coaches who all have different ideas and perspectives. And this can get a little overwhelming sometimes when we're constantly being bombarded with ways to get better and to get better and to heal. You don't always have to be healing. Give yourself a break from time to time. Give yourself a break to just be. It's hard to be on social media and for however curated your feed might be that you only have positive people on there. If you're someone who's struggling with their negative self-talk, for example, and you have a whole bunch of people on social media telling you what you're doing wrong, that can get a little overwhelming. Try to remind yourself that you are good enough as you are. Even if there are some things that you may want to work on, you are good enough as you are. You don't have to be constantly learning or hearing about different methods on how to heal and get better. 
Try to get some time daily to do this, but don't spend your entire day trying to do this because it is overwhelming. It could definitely get overwhelming. I had a friend once who really wanted to like fast forward her healing. She was very consumed and trying to get better really quickly. And unfortunately, it does not happen that quickly. It never does. Like I've said before in this podcast, healing is a lifelong process. With that being said, I do hope you found this podcast useful. And I hope you took a couple of notes on some things you can do to at least alleviate a little bit of your negative self-talk and become more aware of it. This podcast is the Mystic Women Co. podcast, and Mystic Women is a beautiful app available for Apple and Android. It is a spiritual community for women, which hosts beautiful workshops every single month, new moon and full moon workshops, plus spiritual development workshops. We have guided meditations, and we have ebooks, spiritual ebooks every month we launch a couple of ebooks and a couple of meditations, plus the workshops that you get. And there is a community, a chat that we call the Sisterhood Chat, where you can chat with other women who are also on their spiritual journeys. I hang out in the chat all the time so you can get to know me a little better. And you do get seven days absolutely free so you can test it out. And if you don't like it, then no strings attached. I want to thank you so much for being here. It is my absolute pleasure to bring my experiences into this platform. My heart gets so happy whenever I have a new listener or a new follower. I really would love if you review the show. Let us know if there's anything we can do better. Let us know what what it is that you like about the show. It truly makes my day whenever I read a review. And again, I want to thank you so much for being here. My name is Marlene. Love and light always.